State. <laughs> so it's, it's a tough act to follow when you're following yeah. Dwayne McGaugh. <laughs> he does such a great job here. Karen's uh, not in today, so it looks like uh, we're the second banana behind Dwayne McGaugh, who r- runs this place. He and Karen do such a great job and appreciative of the time they've given us here on Maverick Magazine. Our uh, 63rd consecutive year coming to an end. This is our final edition of Maverick Magazine for the 21-22 school year. And as I mentioned, appreciative of the time that uh, KMSU and the folks here allow us to talk about Minnesota State Athletics. So many good things to talk about over the course of the year and uh, podcastable, uh, by the way, on uh, uh, our website, msumavericks.com, and uh, you can find our, our podcast dating back several years on there. And Paul Allen driving the bus for you this morning, as I usually do, and joined by a couple of great young guys in Connor Watchtell and Jordan O'Grady. Appreciate your time with us uh, this morning, guys. We do have, um, believe it or not, um, George isn't home, but we are, uh, <laughs> we are uh, competing today uh, with uh, men's and women's outdoor track up in Aberdeen, mm-hmm. South Dakota at the NSIC Outdoor Track and Field Championships. And the NSIC Baseball Tournament taking place over in Sioux Falls in Brandon, South Dakota, intermittently uh, <laughs> because of the weather. It started um, on Wednesday and uh, has been uh, uh, like a lot of things going on here in the Upper Midwest because of the weather. It's It's been a, a bit of a challenge to try to get those games in, but we are playing. And then we're talking a little softball as well with the uh, Minnesota State softball team uh, down in Oklahoma and Claremore, Oklahoma, playing at the regional tournament. Uh, uh, so postseason action uh, is where we are right now. Is, uh, you know, it seems... Not that long ago that we're getting up and running back in uh, late August, early September with our sports, and here we are near the end of the of the season. Um, although um, there are um, other weekends left, we'll have some student-athletes qualify for the National Outdoor Track and Field Championships, and, and if uh, softball and baseball uh, win their... Uh, of course, baseball still has to get through the conference tournament. We expect the Mavericks to participate in the NCAA tournament to qualify. Uh, there that'll begin next weekend, and then you have to win your regional term to go to the uh, uh, the NCAA championship. Softball is um, at uh, super regionals right now. They have a, a regional championship in front of them. If they should get past uh, the super regional baseball, sort of in the same boat, now get underway uh, next weekend. So let's let's take a look at what's been going on here um, at the beginning of. Uh, let's see. The, the, the first thing that we had happen at the beginning was uh, um, Ben Laffin, a senior from Sleepy Eyes, a member of our men's golf team. He qualified for the uh, regional tournament as an at-large um, entrant. So he went to Indianapolis and participated in a three-day tournament in, in Indy and ended up finishing tied for 38th. Good way to round out his uh, career here at M- MSU, the NSIC uh, Player of the Year. Um uh, good job by Alex Schmitz and uh, Todd Finkston in coaching that young uh, Maverick um, uh, men's golf team. Uh, uh, expectations are that uh, next year we'll vie for not only for a conference championship, but a, a, a team entry at the uh, regional tournament. That's the goal. Um, and then uh, on Wednesday, the baseball team started play at the NSIC tournament over in Sioux Falls. Connor, and a big win over Minnesota Duluth to get things rolling there. Yeah, so... 
Uh, Cam Klein started on the mound that game. Um, really good stuff. He had six RBIs, too, as a two-way player. So he also um, pitched for the Mavericks through six innings, I believe, and then um, assumed the designated hitter role uh, through the Otani rule. Um, and I think it was two for five. He had a home run uh, and another hit for two runs scored and six RBI. So he led the way in that one, and the Mavericks uh, defeated the Minnesota Duluth Bulldogs 22. 20- to four in the first game at the NSIC tournament. Yep, and then scheduled to play St. Cloud State uh, yesterday, and we actually started that game, but we didn't get all the way through it last night. Yes, yeah, so actually the Mavericks and uh, Huskies just resumed play. Uh, it's 5-1 to one in the bottom of the sixth inning, uh, but yesterday they started at 3.30 or 3.15. They bumped it up a little bit earlier because they were trying to get scared. Through it. Yeah, just yep. trying to get through it. And uh, the real ominous clouds rolled in and um, it eventually got so dark that they, they it didn't even rain yet and they just said, they said everybody just get off the field. And uh, they everybody just kind of ran for cover and before you knew it, there was Twitter posts everywhere and there was severe weather in Sioux Falls and trees were down and it was bad. And uh, today they're, they're resuming play. They were at Ronkin Field at August Stana uh, University on the campus there, and now they're at First National Bank Field in Brandon, South Dakota. So actually, switch sites. Yeah, um, mm. apparently they've had power outages and some other stuff that has happened over at uh, Augustana. So hope all is well there. But uh, the Mavericks are currently leading five to one in the bottom of the sixth inning. So good, um, good stuff there. Double elimination tournament. Um, a couple things before we get to the All Conference team and the All Conference awards, which were announced for baseball here a couple of days ago but um so following along yesterday on social media about the storm that was coming toward um sioux falls and, and brandon and there was uh, the one that i saw which a lot of people saw i think was of the storm clouds of the dust clouds which sort of uh got there before the storm actually hit and it was unbelievable there's a name that they use i think it's habu but i think they call yeah. they call that um so it was just some guy it wasn't it was it was just some guy tweeting about it. he took uh, a cell phone uh, first a picture and then a, a video of it and it looked ominous obviously mm-hmm. a question uh, regarding that and how, how this, this works so talking with my wife Lori about this last night right away there was a news agencies reaching out to him say hey can we use your video you mind if we use your video on this and he said yeah no problem in fact here's a better version and he uploaded it to YouTube so they got a high resolution uh, image of it if they if they wanted it and uh, there was a couple people who said, well, just don't give it to them. Uh, I don't think news agencies typically will not just grab that stuff without permission. You're not supposed to. It's not ethical to grab that stuff. Um, but could you sell? Can you sell that stuff to, can you, like, a DM me and, yeah, I'll DM me. It'll cost you a few bucks. Is yeah. that a way? Is that, is that how it works sometimes with that stuff? I, 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 I guess so. Oh, why not? At least Get, try. Yeah, <laughs> why, why wouldn't you? I got a Venmo account. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there, it was amazing. Not only was uh, whoever posted that, uh, that video, um, and it was amazing because it looked like something out of Twister, um, uh, with the dark skies and the uh, the dust clouds headed headed and actually moving quite quickly uh, towards Sioux Falls. Um, uh, it, it was first regional and then national, and then international. You saw a couple of agencies from around the world actually reach out to him too, so that was kind of cool. Um, hopefully, we get uh, through. It sounds like we're up and running uh, now. And I'm, so, if if they moved our game. From Sioux Falls to Brandon, I, was, I wonder if they're down to one field now until they get Ronkin Field. That's what it sounded there. like to yeah. me when they sent out the email and Moggers forwarded it to me. So for the time being, anyways, until they assess the situation there. So okay, 
Um, NSIC all-conference teams came out. Sam Riola of uh, St. Cloud State, the player of the year, NSIC newcomer of the year, Tanner Brown, who we faced last weekend here in Mankato, is uh, the pitcher of the year, uh, a senior lefty from Augustana. Uh, Luke Tupi, a freshman, left-handed pitcher from St. Cloud State, is a freshman of the year, and and Tim Huber from Augie is the... uh, uh, coach of the year, but we had a number of uh, Mavericks recognized on the All Conference teams. Connor, right? Yeah, it's really big uh, accomplishments too. Um, Nick Altermat, he's a two-time uh, first team member as um, I believe a pitcher and an outfielder. Uh, Cam Klein was also honored as a two-time All Conference team member um, as pitcher and a utility player, and then um, two guys to the All Defensive Team. Where are those guys here? Altermat and Wickman. Uh, Ryan Wickman, our center fielder. He hasn't missed a game all year. He started all um, 43 now in center field. They were both named to the NSAC all-defensive team. And then uh, Ryan Wickman as well was also named to the first team as an outfielder. And then you had Nathan Cully, a pitcher, Ross Indelkoffer, our first baseman, and Jackson Haugie, another outfielder named to the um, second team. I saw Wickman make a catch last weekend um, against Augustana. He plays center field for us, and, and we've had some great center fielders at MSU. I'm not sure, and I've been watching um, MSU play baseball since the, the mid-1980s, and a lot of games both at, here in town at, at the Frank slash ISG and obviously at our field. I don't think I've seen a, a defensive play like the one he made against Augustana last weekend. Hard hit ball to center field over his head. He runs back. I'm not sure how high our fence is. It's higher it must than be, the average human it, being. It must be ten feet. It must be a <laughs> yeah, ten, ten it's foot gotta fence. Be like 10. And this one was hit to, to just left to center. It wasn't left center, but it was um, almost right to center field. But it was just left to the batter's eye. We've got a huge batter eye, batter's eye there, and he left up and brought it back over the fence. If we had uh, a different sort of camera setup, you know, we could have submitted that one to ESPN for. Uh, 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 Play of the day, I think. Um, but just uh, the one time I saw it, I was, I w- it, it was. Um, people haven't, you know, our crowds aren't all that big at, at MSU, and there was no um, um, local television coverage of that game, uh, so it probably doesn't get the attention it truly deserved. But it was an unbelievable catch, Connor. How, how was your view from our beautiful press box? I don't <laughs> Huh? My view was probably a little bit better. We were all in just like, wait, did he come did he, down with that? Because we saw that? him go up, and then we're like, but they kind of like, they, even if they grab it, they kind of come down and then just start like walking away. And it's like, okay, yeah. well, did he catch Does it? Or he have not? the you ball? Wait for like throw yeah. it in. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, no way. Yeah, it was so. a great, it was a great play. Um, so, anyways, um, let's say we beat St. Cloud State in this game. Then what's next on the docket? Yeah, so we stay on the winner side. Obviously, that would be our second win. Yep. Um, the Mavericks would play again. Let me see here. It's an eight-team tournament, so it must be the champion or must be the first championship game, right? Um, we play Augie. Or we the winner of we'd play the Augie of uh, the winner of Augie and Winona State, and it looks like that'd be the semifinal. And then okay. on well, and then so that would be tomorrow because everything got backed up a day now too. So your championship is supposed to be on Saturday. It's now going to be on Sunday. Um, so everything's been bumped back today. Today is essentially to finish everything from yesterday. Yep. So um, 
yeah, it would be tomorrow at, and I believe the times are the same, it'd be at noon. But I also am not positive on that. I haven't heard all the details because it says it's supposed to be at noon at Rock and Field. But with all the games that being at First National Bank Field now, I'm not sure if there's going to be time adjustments to all that. That hasn't been yep. announced yet. Understand. Um, selection show Sunday night. Uh, Monday night, I believe. You switch Monday night, okay. At nine, I okay. think. Well, that's that would allow us to get through everything on Sunday. Yeah, then. they said they they got that all cleared up and stuff. So okay, uh, there shouldn't be any pinch there. Um, format for NCA postseason is sub regional and regional championship. Eight teams get in, so it'll be at a f- uh, two four team regionals for the sub regionals, right? Please so. Yep. We uh, we still have a chance. I would I would think to well, we put in a bid to host. So uh, we were what were we fifth in the region? The last one, weekend? yes. And I believe the uh, I thought they would have announced a new one. Maybe they don't. Do, they do a third one, don't they? Yeah. I never saw a third one yet. So mm, I don't. Maybe know. that comes out today. Okay. Um, on Thursdays normally, so that's why I asked. But. Yeah. Um, Augie was I think second. Yes. Central Mo was number one. Yes. What's going on in, down in the MIAA? Have you been keeping track of? I uh, have not. Those I games. Apologize. <laughs> Um, I think it was a first-round upset. Central Missouri, I think, got beat in their first game in uh, MIAA. Hmm. Does that sound right? Interesting. Someone did. Anyways, it'd be nice if we could host. You have to be in the top two. We've got some work to do if we want to get into the yeah. top two in order to be able to host a, a sub-regional. I realize they're not in the top two, but I know Southern Arkansas has been struggling a little bit, I believe. Okay. I know they've And they're, they're ahead of us. In the yeah, there were three. Okay. So they okay. were two at one time, and Augie passed okay. them. So. I feel like I'm in Dumb and Dumber here, where you say, you're saying there's a chance. Right, <laughs> but the but there would have to be some dominoes fall in order for us to yeah. be able to host, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, go Mavericks. Horns up. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. M I N N S T baseball. If you want to follow along on Twitter, Connor does a great job of updating there. Hey, thanks, Pia. What's going on? So, um, and we're taking away from you. I realize we're taking away some time here for you as the game's going on. You'll be able to follow. Are you following along as we're talking here? Oh, we're up seven one now. There you yeah, go. There you <laughs> go. Apparently, live stats are not working though. So I'm uh, going off the ticker. I couldn't tell you how we okay. got those runs. Okay, but oh, are, they're working out here. Oh, but they're not updated. Why are they? I don't know. All right, just go for it. All right. Well, you've learned a lot here in your six years with us here with uh, the Mavericks, right? All the stuff that you're able to figure this stuff out. Correct. What would you say? What was? What would you say? I, I want to hear your answer. Your six years. What's? What have you learned during your time here? Oh, you're going to ask me what my most exciting moment was. I thought about no, that'll that be the second. I'll be. I'll, okay. I'll leave that for the very end. We've got another twenty minutes here. The so. number one thing I learned. Do you, you have? Do you, do you have yeah. anything? Is it, was it control? Control. Yeah, I was, control, I was literally C, control just going to say control C. Control. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. The big V. Yeah. Yep, one of our favorites. That was Mark Vasey's response when I asked him that. Uh, control C, Control V. Okay. That's a good one. Control A, Control C, Control V. It's actually a three-step process, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a bunch of nerds we are, eh? <laughs> nerds. You should hear Makovsky do his imitation of sports information directors. Uh, yes, uh, I'll get to that as soon as I'm done listening to some Rush. <laughs> or uh, <laughs> um, let's change gears here a little bit and talk about softball. The Mavericks um, are uh, at the NCAA tournament right now down in Claremore, Oklahoma. And we've had some weather um, change things today as well. They pushed back the start times of the games, right? Jordan? Yeah, I believe I saw I that. One o'clock start today now. Yeah, I think. 
so I don't have to rush out of here. Um, but yeah, great start for the Mavericks. If you want to, if you're into really good pitching and defense, well, I'll tell you, our pod in the Central Region Tournament is yep. the one to watch. I mean, I think I read somewhere that in our pod we got three pitchers within the top eight, and then I think it was four or five. <clears throat> Excuse me, in the top ten, everybody's got one. It sounds yeah. like everybody's got one. So yeah. I mean, you just look at the quick glance at the box score. The game was over in under an hour and a half. We had five total Love hits, it. and yeah. we um, Cheyenne Barron's the freshman third baseman, um, who was named freshman of the year in the NSIC. And I'll get to a few of the other awards here in a second. But it was a one nothing win over Washburn. Yep. Start the tournament yesterday. Yep. Okay. And that was that was the one game yep. we played today. So we stay in the winners bracket. Bases got loaded, two hit by pitches, and I believe it was um, single from Maddie Newman and got on, and yep. she just poked one through the left side and one crossed and. That was that game was game over. Game. Yeah. game over. Yeah, and, I, and yep. I, in watching Lori Meyer, head coach Lori Meyer, um, press conference, that that's exactly yep. what she iterated. Is one run is going to do it, yep. and sure as sure as heck, it did do it. Um, but you know, that's what happened in the other game too. Roger State yeah. with a one nothing win. Yep, and I have a feeling that's going to be the whole tournament here. Yep, and speaking of awards, as I said, you know, Brian, um, Cheyenne. Uh, Barron's got Freshman of the Year. Five other Mavericks earning awards. Of course, Mackenzie Ward, um, kind of a no-doubter in the Pitcher of the Year in the NSIC, first team. Uh, Maddie Newman, uh, our left fielder, got all NSIC first team. Uh, Haley Forshee, all second team and gold glove at first base. Um, Ellie Tallman, uh, another another young player for the Mavericks that stepped up big in the leadoff role, <coughs> uh, got uh, all second team and I'm missing one here, I think. And Sidney Nelson, of course, uh, catcher, got all second team. So big, big grab of awards there. And then, of course, Maddie, Maddie Newman and um, Mackenzie Ward both earned um, NFCA and D2CCA recognition. Ward first team and Maddie Newman second team. So um, in the Central Region Award. So, you know, very successful. It's a little, I don't want to say shaky, but. It was a little different in the beginning of the year, but boy, Coach Meyer and the squad really turned it around, and now they're playing top level softball. And I think it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch just how tightly contested these games are here. Yeah, I think you talk about mental toughness. That's what it yeah. comes down to, you know, yeah. in a one nothing ball game. And uh, yeah. obviously, uh, we knew with uh, Mackenzie Ward, we probably you know had a chance yeah. there and and things you know the hitting has come around at it the has. beginning of the year it, yep. um, it looked like it maybe would be something that we would have to work with and it's come around and um we've just been consistent so consistent over the second half yep. of the season after uh we got rolling here so um so uh we play roger state they beat uh winona state in a one nothing mm-hmm. game thursday so we'll see how that goes and then um Sounds crazy, but we could host a regional tournament yeah. next next weekend if if we <coughs> if we end up winning this tournament, um, yeah. and uh, we'll see how it goes uh, uh, on, uh, with the other. Yeah, we'd have to see the second, third seed yeah. fall in the other pod for us to host the yeah. best of three series. Augustana's over in the other pod, right? Yeah. yeah. So okay. well, with what we know, we may even host them. So we'll see yep. how it all. Yep, pans out. It could be next weekend. They're doing yeah. some. Um, just sort of FYI, an event you want to catch some softball. We do host that yeah. tournament. They are doing some re- 
construction um, over in the parking lots by the softball diamond. Yes. So you may have to walk <laughs> a little bit in order to be able to, but they have to get that going as typical summer maintenance got started here this this week here on campus at the uh, uh, lovely Minnesota State University. So uh, good luck to uh, baseball and softball today. Um, we should talk a little bit about uh, track and field, Jordan, up yeah. in Aberdeen, <coughs> South Dakota. The multis actually started yesterday, I think, up, yes. in, yep. up in Aberdeen at the NSIC Championship. Yep, heptathlon and decathlon got going yesterday. I believe Zoe Stone currently sits fifth in the heptathlon. I didn't see any men that were competing in the decathlon for us, if I'm not mistaken. And, um, yeah, she's doing well, Got had scored some good events, and... Um, Today's the start of the nitty-gritty. We'll get to all the prelims of all the running events. We'll get a good hand, five or six of the throwing events and see how it goes. And we know the women, uh, fourth-ranked team in the country. Um, going in, we have some top competitors who, as you alluded to earlier, will definitely are, have already qualified without a doubt. And um, the men made their first appearance in the top 25 poll heading into this weekend at 24. So they, they've come along. They've got some guys that are going to probably qualify, but the women by far, Michaela Jackson, Denisha Cartwright, yep. Bria Perrin, Kaylee Jensen. I mean, we got a list. Rose Kramer, so many that are going to not only qualify, but go and do, yeah. do really big things and probably pull Fingers crossed, pulling another national championship yeah. on the outdoors. We don't, we don't want to jinx, but we'll be, yeah. we should be right there. Of course, we yeah. won. We won the indoor national championship yep. on uh, women's track and field this year. So you would think we'd be uh, favored in the outdoor championship as well. We finished second last year. Yep. Uh, the when the men have won the last nine um, outdoor championships, mm-hmm. uh, and I think we're I don't know we're up to eleven or twelve on the indoor side. So on yeah. just a um, dynasty. And track and field going on uh, with the the job that Mike Turgeon has done following uh, uh, the the former coach Jim Dilling and before that Mark Shook and uh, Chuck Peterson and uh, Bud Myers, uh, Lee Lee, go down the list of people who have coached uh, the men's track and field team here. And it's just the history that we have here of success is just unbelievable. So... um, Good luck to the Mavericks this weekend in Aberdeen, South Dakota. Hopefully they don't uh, ex- experience any weather like yeah. the baseball and <laughs> softball teams have had to deal with here the last couple of days. Um, May 26th, 27th, and 28th is when the national championship uh, takes place in Allendale, Michigan, hosted by Grand Valley State. So yep. uh, looking forward to uh, your coverage of that, Jordan, as we head toward the national championship season for our track and field teams. Absolutely. Um, did want to mention... Um, there's some men's hockey stuff, some news there as we um, obviously um, had an unbelievably great year with the men's hockey team finishing second in the country, uh, 36 and five on the year, um, 18 game winning streak, um, conference regular season championship, conference postseason championship, uh, regional championship. Dryden McKay wins the Hobie Baker Award. Uh, Nathan Smith and Dryden McKay both named All Americans. Several pro contracts signed by departing Mavericks, including Nathan Smith, who uh, went right from playing in the national championship game to a couple days later making his NHL debut with the uh, Arizona Coyotes. Uh, extremely excited to, uh, as we get to uh, next year. I was uh, already uh, some of the announcements that uh, we had relative to men's hockey uh, included the unveiling of the. Um, 22-23 schedule, and uh, as usual, 
Um, I'm looking at uh, something I a text just got here. It looks like we're uh, we're due for a two o'clock start now in softball. Um, a transformer near the field got uh, uh, blew up apparently. <laughs> Connected to the VA hospital next to the field. This is a text from Scotty Nelson, so it's priority for electrical get fixed. Looking at a potential new site, so we might have to change wow. sites. It sounds like electric. You know, it isn't right. Rogers State is in Claremore, uh, Oklahoma. I've had a lot of people ask me, um, Rogers State. I'm not really all that familiar with Rogers State, and that um, is a school that transitioned from NAIA to uh, Division Two a couple years ago, and and uh, was a really good NAIA school. And of course, if you're a really good NAIA school, it's about the same level of Division Two, on, on depending on the sport. And uh, they jumped right in, obviously, with them hosting a NCAA regional. My understanding, this is the first time they've hosted an NGA softball regional, so it's always uh, um, a a little bit of work in trying to get ready for those things with your preparation. We're so fortunate here at MSU that we it's become rote for us that uh, we have the same people who uh, administratively organize these things. So, but in Rogers State, I'm, I can imagine with <laughs> dealing with some of those issues. And of course, with spring sports, anytime you get uh, this time of year, you're usually dealing with some kinds of weather. But I don't know if we've ever had a transformer get blown out. We were at we were playing. Um, at the college uh, D2 national championship down in uh, out in North Carolina in Cary, North Carolina a few years back and uh, we were scheduled to play a 5 o'clock game unbelievable uh, complex in Cary they play at the USA Baseball uh, complex so there's like four championship fields there and there's one that's really really nice that seats probably 1500 um, just a beautiful field um, but it had rained. Uh, this is the end of May, beginning of June, and it had rained during the day. And uh, supposed to have three games on that field during the day, and uh, things got backed up a little bit. So we had a five o'clock start that was uh, going to be delayed because of the rain that occurred during the day. And we ended up starting that game at around seven or eight, if I recall, the last game of the day. We got the first couple of innings in. It rained uh, a little bit, so it pushed things back a little bit further. And then we restarted. Um, and things were going good, and then the lights went out in the stadium. And apparently a car had hit a, a light pole, had a transformer on it, oh, and exactly the same sort of thing that they're going through there in Rogers, only it was a, a car accident, so they had to do a repair. We didn't resume play until until like 11.30 in the third inning, so our game didn't get over till like 1 in the morning. And believe it or not, we had a press conference post-game. Like, you know, I have your post-game press conferences, and, and I don't know wh- how well you... <laughs> How, how well you uh, know Matt Moggers, our head coach, but he's sneaky fast with his sense of humor, and it had been a long day, long day for everybody, and there was still some uh, media there, some guys sitting there along with the SIDs and people who uh, running the tournament at this press conference at one thirty in the morning at this baseball stadium in Cary, North Carolina, and uh, I think we won that game, if I recall. Um, so it, it it made it all worthwhile, but the question was, uh, do you think the delay with the rain and then the lights going out, um, uh, you got and you guys have the and we had to play the early game the next day. How's that going <laughs> to going to affect you guys? You guys uh, seem to be handling it okay. And, and Moggers, Matt Coat Match Moggers' response was, well, uh, I don't know. I think sometimes our guys do their best work after midnight. So it was <laughs> it was one of the all classic lines I've heard here at MSU. <laughs> And it was it was like the pause, 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 and everybody in the room started laughing because what else could you say? <laughs> but yeah, that was a good one. So uh, yeah, uh, well, good luck to our our um, softball. I know Lori Meyer will have her team ready to go, regardless of what time that um, 
game versus Roger State gets underway. Um, circling back to hockey and, and relative to the season that we had, um, they did announce uh, team awards for the season for MSU. Um, I don't, I'm not sure that there are any real surprises here, but we hand out six or seven awards here over at the end of the year on, on men's hockey. Unsung player was Jack McNeely, of course, uh, the senior defenseman from Lakeville. Uh, had a, just a great year, a fifth-year uh, senior for us. Ended up signing a, a pro contract with Stockton, which is the AHL affiliate of the Calgary Flames um, postseason. Uh, Wyatt Amit won the Don Bros Leadership Award, the senior captain. Uh, from Hermantown, had a great career for us and signed a pro contract, an NHL deal actually with the Colorado Avalanche and uh, is with their AHL affiliate uh, in Colorado. Um, uh, uh, right now at the moment, they're in the playoffs, I think. Three-star award, which goes to the uh, the player who accumulates the most points based on what the three-star awards during our home games, Nathan Smith. We talked about Nathan, of course, uh, made his NHL debut following an All-American career here. He signed after his junior season with the Mavericks. Hardest worker and most improved player award, Andre Pavel. Uh, Might have been certainly, um, if not one of the top forwards, he was close to being one of our top forwards for the, north, um, the last month of the season, just, uh, both offensive and defensively, just a beast for us and excited about him. Um, con- continuing on with his career next year and see what he brings to the table as a junior uh, next year. That'll be um, good to see him. And then Dryden McKay, of course, the Hobie Baker winner, the senior netminder from Downers Grove, Illinois, named the uh, most viable player for a second consecutive year. So um, uh, one last note about men's hockey, the IIHF uh, World Championships going on right now in Finland. Uh, excited to see how Team USA does. I saw they had an exhibition game yesterday uh, with the Canadians and uh, USA um, lost in a shootout. Those exhibition games don't mean anything, obviously. Um, uh, officially gets underway today in Finland, and we're excited to see Mike Hastings, our our coach, um, who's serving as his assistant with David Quinn's staff, um, lead the Team USA there in, in Finland. Of course, uh, Mike Hastings uh, named uh, National Coach of the Year, CCHA Coach of the Year, a three-time now National Coach of the Year, so uh, best of luck to him and Team USA. Uh, Mark Michaelis playing for Germany. Team Germany. Not the first time. I think it's the third time um, the former Maverick forward will play in the Double IHF tournament um, with Team Germany. And Evan Mosey. Do you remember Evan Mosey? Yeah, yeah. Who was a defenseman for us? Converted defenseman for yeah. us. Um, has British citizenship. Really? Yep. He's been playing uh, over in Europe since he left. Uh, MSU and had a great career over there. Uh, in the past four or five years, he's been playing in the British Elite League, and I think this is his third trip to the IIHF uh, World Tournament, um, representing Great Britain. His dad is British. That's uh, that's a connection there, so kind of a cool thing. Um, NCAA announced the attendance leaders for men's hockey, MSU an all-time best ninth in the country attendance, MSU buoyed by that 10,022 spectator crowd we had at Blakesley Stadium for Hockey Day Minnesota, uh, averaged 4,662 people at our home games. Uh, We finished 15th twice prior to this year as an all-time best, so that's a rare air for us. Um, so kind of a cool thing. North Dakota, 
case you're curious, I know you guys like this kind of stuff, <laughs> led the country in attendance for the sixth consecutive season, 11,294 patrons per game at Ralph Engelstadt Arena. Highest drawing hockey team in North America outside of the NHL, the Fighting Hawks. That's kind of a uh, cool thing. Yeah. Second highest in the world outside of the NHL behind uh, wow. Bern in Switzerland. <clears throat> when you play in an absolute palace. Yeah. They have a stadium. I think their stadium's a lot nicer than half the NHL rinks. It's 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 an, the only thing difference between uh, the Ralph and NHL rinks is the size capacity. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. The marble floors and stuff. You've been there, right, Connor? Yeah. It's really nice. Now they got a jumbotron that's blue line to blue line, hmm. like blue line to blue line. I saw they uh, are doing some upgrades, by the way, this summer. <laughs> they started work on uh, upgrading the, their weight room, the workout area. Uh, my dad told me before I went there, and I think like 2006 or something like that. And my dad told me before I went there, you'll be able to eat off the bathroom floors. It's so nice. It's it's unbelievable. I don't know why you want to. I don't know why you want to do that. But if you, no, no, um, if you're into uh, that maybe kind of I, thing. It's, I'm getting kind of hungry. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> but you could. But they've got there's marble in the elevators and the yeah. floors in the elevators. It's it's nuts. Absolutely nuts. Ralph Engelstad, of course. Uh, uh, was a, a goalie uh, at North Dakota in the 40s and 50s and um, construction guy headed out to Vegas and um, owned a couple of casinos in, in Vegas, felt strongly about his experience at UND and uh, built that rink for UND hockey. And uh, uh, interesting thing about that, uh, built adjacent to campus, uh, not owned by the University of North Dakota, owned by the Ralph... Engelstadt Foundation, and they lease it back to the university for a buck a year. Mm. Pretty sweet deal, eh, yeah. Connor? <laughs> hey, Jordan? That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, Jordan gets to be a big timer. Um, the O'Grady uh, <laughs> Football Complex. <laughs> the O'Grady Football the Complex. The O'Grady Football Complex. Why not? You lease it back to MSU. Yeah. <laughs> so, base, we got some baseball updates. Uh, okay. for two-run home run in the seventh, and it uh, turns out St. Cloud State is having a snowball fight in... The middle of May, uh, three years on one play and yeah. scored two runs. So we're up nine to two. Nine to two. Thanks for that update. Uh, by the way, there is some news out of St. Cloud State with um, the NCHC, and Heather Weems, our athletic director, has been named the commissioner of the NCHC. So they're looking for a new AD, and they have a new AD at Bemidji State. Uh, Tracy Dill announced his retirement around Christmas time, and he hands he hands uh, the reins over to someone else. I, I can't remember the name of the gal that they hired there. So some new faces uh, running um, athletic departments yeah. in Southwest. Yeah, yeah. Jennifer Flowers, yes, uh, commissioner of the WCHA. Thanks for that. I forgot about that. Yeah, should do a great job there. That was a great hire for them. Sports. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, anyways, anything else for the good of the cause, guys? Jordan, uh, thanks a lot for your work with us, Connor. Thank you. Thanks a lot for your work with us. My uh, pleasure. It's been great this past year. It's been great having you guys here, and you did a great job in helping us keep things rolling and made us a little bit better, I think, which is Thank you. the it. goal of everything. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Jord, uh, uh, one last thing here. So you mentioned that uh, you thought I was going to ask you what your top oh. – <laughs> you, you have a top thing that happened yeah, over the course of – Yeah, 2019 WCHA championship game. That's 2019, wasn't it? Bowling yeah, it Green was. one. Uh, Nick Rivera. Yep. Nick Rivera scored the game winner in overtime. Yeah. Threw a stick into the crowd. After we – Scored two in the final came two and a yeah. tie it. Uh, it was interesting. I made a, I made a comment about that somebody and someone corrected me and I said I can't remember the last time we had 
that happened where we um, put our goaltender on the bench and we scored a couple goals and then won it in overtime. And someone said, well, I think Teddy Bluger, we did that against Minnesota up at uh, Mariucci oh, a couple yep. years ago when Bluger got the overtime game winner and he was right. I don't know everything. <laughs> I don't know everything. So, but I, I remember that now. I'm glad I'm glad he brought it up because that's yeah. uh, a good uh, thing to remember. That was when Queener was working there too. That one. How's your boy Alex Queener doing these days? He's good. No, uh, he's living up in Stillwater and just holding it down. Yeah. Uh, doing some lawn care stuff right now. Let so. me know if he wants to be a GA. Oh. I'm, look, I'm looking for a, uh, a GA. I'll ask him. All right, guys. Thanks very much. Uh, there's a, a little uh, attaboy for you. A little <laughs> thanks. Thanks everything, guys. Appreciate it. Once a Maverick, always a Maverick. All right. That'll that'll uh, wrap it up. Another Maverick magazine in the books. In fact, another year of Maverick magazine in the books. This has been uh, really cool to be able to bring you uh, Minnesota State Athletics talk over the course of the last nine, ten months. And we'll uh, hopefully get it up and running if they allow us to again uh, back in August and September. It's great to be Maverick, everybody. Yes, Have sir. a good weekend.